0: We back, baby. What's going on, world? Welcome to Podcast Day each and every Monday. And today ain't no different. This week, we had the opportunity to sit down and chop it up with my man, Julian Hayes II. And we discussed reversing the aging process and upgrading your entire human system. Let me tell you a little bit about my man, Julian. He has a specialty certification in nutrition, sleep science, and epigenetics. He left medical school to pursue his current mission, which you're going to find out more about. He's the host of Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. That's a podcast. And he's written over 200 columns for some of the largest publications. I'm talking about Inc.com, Entrepreneur bodybuilding.com business insider and many many more so grab your pen and pad we finna wax deep on optimization and enhancement enough of me talking let's get right into it yeah yeah what's going on
1: world we back with another from hood to good episode your boy ronnie jack's holding it down each and every day today is podcast monday Y'all know what time it is. We have an expert on the line, Julian Hayes the second expert on the subject of optimization and enhancement. He has decided to bless us with his expertise. So we're going to talk about how high, high, excuse me, y'all. Y'all know when I get excited, I tend to trip over my words a little bit, but we're going to be talking about how every high-level executive, entrepreneur, things of that nature can understand how to get started and have an extra 60-plus, possibly more, of some quality life, some quality living, and just optimizing health. So, Julius, Hayes, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, how are you feeling this morning, or afternoon, rather?
2: Man, I'm doing fantastic, man. It's a beautiful day here in Nashville, Tennessee. It's a nice overcast day. I'm sitting by the window. I got a cup of water, and I'm ready to just to enjoy this conversation here and hopefully provide some value to your listeners. mm I love it. Rel- nice,
1: relaxing afternoon. East Coast, it sounds like so. Um, let's get started. Yeah. Julius first question, we're gonna come right out the gate. Guns ablaze. Well, not guns ablaze, but we just gonna come right out the gate because <laughs> <laughs> we like um the story. We like like kind of the backstory that kind of developed into today. So can you tell us um how did you get started? Uh, a little bit of your background, some beginner steps or, or beginner steps that you took. Um. So becoming the person that you are today.
2: Yeah i'll I'll give a I'll give a a more accelerated version. So uh, I don't give you every single detail because it, it could be a long story. So basically, my thing with health is that I initially thought that when you're 30 years old, life goes downhill from there. Because I come from a family that was mostly not a pillar of health per se, and yeah. that kind of changed when I played basketball growing up. And there was an older gen- gentleman playing basketball with us. And this guy was moving down the court really well. And I was like, wow, who is this guy? And so I got to talking to him and everything. And he got to tell me about people in their 60s and their 70s that were still doing marathons, that were still working out hard. And it sounded like an entire different world to me. So he planted that seed in my head. I didn't initially change. I didn't have this kumbaya moment the next day and wake up and just start eating and drinking smoothies or anything like that. But he planted the seed in my head. And so when I got to college, I did start working out and I did start feeling better I enjoyed it so much that I wanted to pursue a career in it. So I ended up going to medical school in New York. And when I was in New York, New York changed my life because I'm from Nashville in New York, two totally different places. So when I'm going to New York, I'm like, this is outrageous. What in the world is going on? This this place is crazy. The energy is magnetic. Like I had trouble sleeping the first two weeks because there's just so much energy that I wasn't used to. Mm -hmm. And, And so during that course of time, I met people. Everyone in New York seems like they're pursuing a dream. People are, they're going to write the next great novel. They're going to, they're making an album. They're making a movie. They're doing something. Everybody's doing something. And I got to thinking about my life and then my legacy and school's pretty easy for me. You show up, you you know, you answer some questions, you get a grade and and you, you keep it moving. But I wasn't really fulfilled. And that was a hard question. And I didn't want to look back 20 years and say, I should have did this. I think regret is the probably the most lethal poison out there. It's the worst feeling in the world to have regret. And I didn't want that. So I said, I'm not going back. I'm still going to be involved in health. And I'm going to pursue my other passion, which is writing. And so i just been doing that from the last few years. And I just built myself from the ground up when it comes to writing. Like, I wasn't that good of a writer. I went and got help. And I just kept showing up every day doing the work and one thing leads to another and it's now I do what I do and i guess with the health practice it's it's a little different because when you think about health and fitness you think about i'm just going to give you a workout plan a diet plan well i'm a guy who likes control i'm a guy who really likes to be as efficient and effective as possible so i'm thinking how can we make this process a lot more efficient and i get involved in a world of like genetic testing and blood testing and different other types of lab testing and that you can do. And this is more of the line of precision wellness, because I believe this is the future of health because my diet doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to be the best for you because we're all different. We're mostly the same, but there's a small percentage of us that's very different. And so we cannot say that doing this thing over here is going to be good for everybody else. And so that's it in a nutshell.
1: Right. So to my understanding you were in med school and mm-hmm. uh you you dropped out
2: yeah I left to, that I, to, yeah I completed the first year yeah
1: okay and and didn't go back nope now as a as a well let's just say minority um <laughs> how, how, <laughs> how did how did your family feel about that because i'm sure <laughs> like with so much uh promising like that's uh-huh. pretty much when you look at things like when I was coming up, I would look at people like um, on television, Cliff Hustable, uh-huh. you know, the, the, the yeah. doctor, the lawyer, teachers, so to speak. Not so much teachers as far as um, um monetary, but like how did how did how did you have the
0: courage to build
1: the courage and, and, and desire to, to even leave medical school, which is I, I'm sure it's a promising career and which, whichever specialty you're in. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you work up that courage to even leave in the first place?
2: Yeah, I had no choice. I had no choice. Yeah. The the feeling inside me, the whispers, it's it's crazy to say, but I'm, I'm a pretty spiritual dude, so just mm-hmm. the whispers and the feelings and the signs, the coincidences that I went out in the world with, the dates I went on, everything was just telling me to just do it. Just do it. And it sucked because you know, as an entrepreneur, you know, it takes years to right. build something. And so I, I knew by doing this that people I was not going to be able to, to say this is why I did this for years because I knew what this meant but this is my life and I have to re- remember that this is my life this is not my family's life this is not mm-hmm. my friend's life this is my life and so when I look in the mirror I gotta be able to look at myself you know with pride When I whenever my time comes I gotta be happy with what I did, you know, for better or worse. I gotta be able to live by that. I don't want to stay somewhere just because people are egging me on, and then I have this resentment toward them, because you know, most people. It was not Mm -hmm. a popular decision by by any means. I'm first generation, so this was like I was like the golden child, because there's no Mm, other doctors in NFL, you know. So I was like the golden child, and then uh, my approval rankings plummeted like immediately after they're probably still trying to come back up still. There's still some people who's like, man, you probably should have stayed in school, but it's like, whatever, you know, I know what race I'm running. And so w- wow. when, when the vision fully comes to picture, they'll be one of the first ones. I always knew, I, I always knew you could do it. I always believed in you, but like, whatever. And so it's, I hope that answers, the, I hope, I hope that answers the question. It's just it, that, it, yeah, yeah, I have, I have belief in myself and that I also had to go out and get, I had to create my own new family. Nothing against the family that's blood, but I had to create my own new family that's for this mm. journey ahead that I'm doing right now. And and that's it. But yeah, it was scary, but I don't know. I think that's part of life.
1: I think that's remarkable. That shows, um, I'm pretty sure at 90% and above, of, of people can't really stick with such a decision. Like even myself, a lot of times you tend to find um, or make decisions based on like what's expected of us mm-hmm. you know what i mean is yeah. there any any like meant like because that oh man i swear that's so tough and i hate to just like kind of reiterate the same thing but was there any kind of practical steps did you feel did you ever feel like man i'm making the wrong decision and if you did how did you overcome that you know Dude. what i mean
2: yeah honestly there's some days where even now i'm like Maybe I should have. I could have just been a surgeon by now or almost a surgeon, but, mm. but usually it's like some emotions talking. There's usually, I'm, um, I guess people say today they're caught, caught up in their feelings. Is that a saying, right? Something like that. The
1: feels, caught, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: The feels. So it's usually some feels that's going on right now. Right. So I need to learn how to process my emotions. And so for me, I went to therapy and that was a game changing decision for me was going to therapy. Cause I had a lot of things to work out. I think, no one gets out of childhood unscathed. Everyone needs therapy or everyone needs some type of life coach to work some things out because we're all messed up in our own unique ways. So for me, I went and got help just to process and, and, and help my thought process on things. and helped me learn how to work out my emotions better and everything. So that was my thing was just to, I went and got help and got support because it felt like I was on an island for a very long time. It was very lonely, <laughs> very lonely, Yeah, especially when yeah, you had man. no, you had no results. So before, before none of, before none of the publishing of articles in your name and everything, you had zero results. So you're working on just f- faith and belief and there's no proof physically right now, but it's already existing in your head, but you got everyone around you telling you, "Oh man, you sure you look like, you, you sure you make the right thing, decision, uh, you know? And so, it's a it's a total mind I was getting ready to cuss on here but um yeah, hey we from hood okay. to
1: good you can say Okay all right the same with, yeah so it was in a t- your heart.
2: so yeah it's a total it was a total mind fuck right it's a total mind fuck and so that's why I had to go out you had to build your team build your support and accountability um even everything from your who you decide to date from who you decide to hang out with be very mindful of that Because that's all information that is coming into your mind from a conscious level and even more importantly, on a subconscious level. And that's going to really affect things such as your feelings, which then leads to your beliefs, which then leads to the type of actions and habits you take on a daily basis.
1: Right. Now, I'm loving this because I'm looking as like I forgot to mention um, listeners today, Julian, his his writing can be found in found in a lot of the, like magazines some high quality um uh whatever magazines things of that nature online like such as entrepreneur bodybuilding.com Inc.com, business insider so much so many more that i i, I can't even name i'll probably list a few of them in the show notes but um how did like the, the because you said you just picked up writing mm-hmm. you know how, how did that come about as far as um were you like studying? Were you just writing about health? Were you writing what came to heart? How, how did the writing aspect come into what you do?
2: Yeah, so I knew I wanted to write about health, but I didn't want it to be. I was never a guy who was more just about six packs. And even though part Ooh. of the, I guess, business is helping people get in shape, but it was, it's always been deeper than that for me. You know for me now, like working out and training, it's like a spiritual experience. It's it's like a confidence booster. It's like I can handle anything because I can train, I can train and I can run marathons, I can lift weights. So I wanted to kind of get that point across, but I also wanted to really connect health and business and productivity and life together. A lot of times when we think about health and fitness, it's merely from a physical standpoint, but we don't think about how, for instance, if you're a father, how it makes you a better leader, how it helps you show up better to your family, how it helps you show up better at your employment, how it helps you show up as a better owner, how it makes you more charismatic. Same thing for a woman. And there's all these different hidden benefits and there's research behind it as well. So I had a pretty good angle and that's what helped me get in the doors because most of the people only focus on one thing, but they don't integrate it. So that was my unique angle. Now it took me a while to learn how to write for people because I come from an academic world. So I was very academic in my speaking. And it was basically like I was writing to other scientists and other health professionals, and that's not the audience there. So one of my best friends helped me with editing at the very beginning of the process. Everything I wrote, he helped edit it. He gave me some pointers. Then I also got a writing coach as well who helped me Really get inside the minds of the average individual who would read these type of publications, mm-hmm. and so that helped. And that just helped me mold. And then also, I I wrote a thousand words a day, and and then over time, I just I pitched people. I walked up to my local newspaper, I walked in and asked the right form just to get a start. And one thing leads to another. It's like a snowball effect. And I just yeah. you just kept showing up and. I got a lot of rejections, I tell you. I got a lot of rejections, but I think it was worth it in the end, even though rejection still sucks. It still sucks.
1: You definitely do it, especially when you're acting that fine. (laughs) Um, You know that. Never mind. Let me not get off topic. Um, I find it – I find it like a common denominator here, and it's something that you mentioned. I kind of really want to bring that um, to light. You said – and I think a lot of people don't do this – Uh, You said when you were like feeling down, you went and got help as in a form of therapy for that. Mm -hmm. You said when you were struggling with the writing, you got a writing coach. And I just think so many people get stuck on YouTube university and and Google university that they kind of overlook the importance of actually seeking out help. Now, and another thing I love is how you're bringing together fitness and entrepreneurship um a lot of people do it today especially you know Mm this we all stuck at home people are starting businesses left and right and i think that you are the your approach to it is slightly different um so so coming from from you what is what is like the the most important factors when you when we begin to look at uh successful entrepreneurs and self-made individuals where they begin to upgrade in the entire human system is it the the physical aspect because one person even told me that you think you're working out just to get healthy you actually being healthy from working out the physique that you achieve is a byproduct of actually having a discipline is more so in the mind of working out that was just like one aspect that i heard so if if you were to kind of say like what's the most important um aspect of a beginner working out someone who who may not even be aware of the importance of of help just chasing a bag all day. What would you say, what would you say to that beginner? Um, the the first couple steps to upgrading your system, your human system and, and optimization, things like that.
2: Yeah. One of the first things I always do now with, with people is really get clear on what does optimal health and fitness look like for you? So, because I think there's a certain image that we have when we think of fitness, everybody t- typically thinks of people like the rock or they think of these these super shredded fitness models or anything right. and to be healthy you don't necessarily have to be shredded as, as those guys there's a big difference and so i want people to get very clear on what is optimal health and fitness mean to you how are you moving how do you feel what do you look like what type of clothes do you wear what's your size what's your waist size guys girls dress size for women get very clear on this you're painting a picture and um i'm kind of into the law of attraction as well so this but i don't yeah. usually say this because some people are, i think it's a little woo woo and stuff so i leave that part out but this is basically what we're doing we're basically creating manifesting performing alchemy and so we're getting very clear on what we want because then when you know what you want you know um part part of it is then i think the universe can help you the second part is you're a lot more focused on what to do day in and day out you have your mission a lot of times people aimlessly just i just want to work out just to work out or get healthy that's not very that's not very strong because anytime some type of obstacle or some type of inconvenience comes up you're probably going to falter off and slide off and go back to the old habits because there wasn't a strong enough reason so i really want to find something that ties people into making health a non-negotiable in their life seamlessly integrating it into their life some people it's their family some people it's to be more attractive whatever it is initially i don't care i just need you to get started over time you are going to transcend for me i started because i wanted to impress women and i wanted confidence now hmm. that's not the reason that's, now. A, that's a
1: strong a strong
2: why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you know it's a strong why absolutely so right. you better believe i was in there every day And so, but I mean, it's it's changed now, but still whatever gets you in there, I want you to get in there, but you got to be attuned to that because it's not going to be easy. It's going to take time despite what anybody tells you, just like anything in life, things that come easily, things that come easily can also most likely go as easily. So expect this to take time. And after that, then you can start getting into different strategies and tactics, but I really want you to get that, that fundamental foundational principle in and and so that's what i would start with
1: Mm -hmm. gotta have a a reason in the first place now
2: i
0: love
1: like your approach your approach is is a little different than what i've been seeing from from other people um if listeners if you want you could go check it out i've checked it out already the art of fitness and life.com um become superhuman in life and business and your approach not only brings, can you tell them a little bit about your, your approach to how to become superhuman in life and business?
2: Yeah. So you could think of it basically as a five-step process. It's, I call it a rise. And during that whole thing. So the first thing is what I like to do is a symbol, right? So Mm -hmm. this is where we're collecting a bunch of data. So you're going to do genetic testing. You're going to do different lab testing, different, um, I'll send different devices to measure heartbeats. So it's over a couple course of, of a days. it's like 300,000 heartbeats. So we're accumulating a lot of data, depending on how deep and thorough you want to get There's so we can do the brain and all sorts of areas. So after you get this data back, then you go to the next part, which is R, which is to review. So we're going to review this. We sit down for a couple of hours. We go over all this. We see where you currently are. And then we see where you want to be. Then we start making a plan. And that's where the I comes in implementation. And because it's a lot of stuff, it's a lot of things that we can work on, but what's the most important? So this is why I like to look at sh- immediate goals, short-term goals, and long-term goals. So we break those things. I break those things down and categorize them. Then the S part is support, sustain. Um, I have a wearable on my wrist right now, and what mm-hmm. this does is I can look at my HRV, heart rate variability. I can look at my heart rate. I can look at my sleep breakdown, the quality of sleep I get, my respiration rate, and a whole host of other things. And so this is on me 24-7. So with the individual, I look at this whole thing 24-7. So when we meet up, I see how they're living their life. It's not just one snapshot moment of how they're living their life. It's how they're living their life 24-7. So not just their workout, but when they're working, what's their stress? Is their stress super high? How does alcohol? Some people like alcohol. You have this thing on. You can see that alcohol definitely affects your heart rate and your HRV the next day. I'm I'm not immune to this myself. I like wine. And so, um, and the next part is evolve. And so this is the crucial step that a lot of, I think, in the health industry in general misses. So evolve. And what I mean by evolve is oftentimes we set a goal. So we have this 90 day goal. We lose 20 pounds in 90 days. We're feeling good. But the question is, what's next? And we don't have an answer for that. What's next? Because there's no such thing as maintaining. You're getting better or you're sliding the other way. And and if you don't have something to put in, then you're going to have an old habit come in because it's nothing's going to stay empty in a habit. So a lot of times this is why you see people, we're coming up on the the new year, you'll see people, they'll lose weight in January. It might feel good, might hit a goal. Mm. Then they don't have nothing to place in there, replace it. And they're going to slide right back. And this is how you get on the proverbial seesaw. So my standpoint philosophy is that health is continually evolving. We're always asking what's next. What's the next step? What are we going to do next? After you hit this goal, what's next? What's next? What's next? We're always doing that because we're never resting on our laurels. We're always improving 1% better every day. So that's it in a nutshell. Yeah, you you, you talking about me now on that New Year's boy? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Guilty as charged. You know, I'm sure a lot of other people are as well.
2: Yeah, um, but you know, it's 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 but it's it's fine though. It's this is where the psychology and the emotions comes into it as well. And mm-hmm. I was the same way when I I made a lot of mistakes when I first started working with people. Is that I just focus on here's your nutrition plan, here's your exercise plan, do this, do this, do this. I didn't account for life. I didn't account for stress. I didn't account for normal human psychology. Mm. And so I just had to learn these things. And so now it's a lot more integrative and and holistic in my approach now. Because I understand that a lot of times we don't have health problems. We have life problems that manifest themselves as health problems.
1: Right, right. Now, can I ask this? This question has been hitting me. A lot of my family Mm -hmm. says It's one aspect that you um, actually touch up on that i personally i don't i don't see it a lot is the whole genetic analysis now in uh-huh. my family a lot of us are big you know thanksgiving come around we heavy on the soul food Absolutely. so I, one Same saying here. i go yeah <laughs> you can relate one saying i see going around is um you're big boned or mm-hmm. you know they, that's how they say big boned <laughs> yeah see, yeah, <laughs> but yeah 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 how important is um <laughs> genetics and and health
2: yeah that's funny uh, i i have that in my family as well that we just we just big boned in this family i'm like okay (laughs) okay so here's the thing is that Mm -hmm. true yeah some people do have some people are structurally designed with that are a little more dense a little more big boned, right that's true i'm more of a lanky guy that's why we have we have and if you're in the fitness world you'll hear ecto meso and endomorph or if you're into ancient medicine Ayurveda, you'll hear vata, pitta, kapha. It's all the same thing. So we do have different bodies, different constitutions. Now with genetics, genetics matter. But here's the thing. Your genes are not your destiny. Your genes are merely clues to your past. But this thing called epigenetics can mold your future. And so when you hear the word epigenetics, it means above the gene. And think of epigenetics in a more practical standpoint as, let's say we have a computer hardware and mm-hmm. that's your body. We have the software here, and this is the informational input. So when you put the software into the hardware, that tells the computer what to do. And it's the same thing with our bodies. So this hardware, which is our body, that could be our genes. Now the inputs that we put into our body, which is the food, the way we exercise, the way we breathe, the way we handle stress, the um, our mental state. Are um, you know? Are we lonely? All these different inputs and interactions in the environment, all this affects what genes are going to turn on and what genes are going to turn off. So we can mold our genes to something different where my, my father, my grandfather, they've had heart disease, cardiovascular problems. There's a lot of dialysis on my family. I have a propensity to have those same things most definitely. Like my insulin report, I'm in the highest category for insulin problems, blood sugar. Um, I don't typically say diabetes that much, but you get what I'm saying. Um, That's my corporate speak since I'm not a licensed doctor. So I don't say diabetes. I just say blood sugar or stuff. So (laughs) and um, yeah, when we have those things, right? um, I have a propensity for it. So what that means is if I don't take care of myself and if I don't eat the proper foods, exercise the right way, one of the first things that's likely to show up as a ailment, it's going to be blood sugar issues, diabetes problems, most likely some people it's going to be more cognitive issues instead of cardiovascular issues. Now there is certain genes where you do have more likely to hold on to weight than others. Absolutely. I think one of those is called, if you're just curious, I think it's called PLIN, something like that. I forgot what it stands for, but that's one of the genes. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's not a destiny. It's a propensity, a probability. So that is an excuse. Some people it's an excuse. So I, it's um it's not a it's not an out form.
1: Okay, okay. Hmm. Yeah, that's something I'm, i might want to Google P L I N.
2: But here's know, the thing genetic, it, yeah. It yeah. here's the thing though, with with genetics, it's a um it's a big picture. So you can't even go by just one gene. And I was just giving that just for an example. So, cause there's, there's so many genes that are associated with the rate at which someone can lose weight. And so you have to factor all those in because someone could have a variant for one of these genes, but the other ones are fine. And so you have all the other genes that are fine compared to just this one. All those others are going to outweigh this one gene. So it's it's a complex system. So it's not complicated, but it is complex in its nature. So you can't just go by one gene and say, "Oh, I have this one gene, so this is going to happen." You have to really be cognizant of the whole entire picture. So, it, so that's the one thing is that's something we can do about that. Is, like is we're not just
1: locked into being big boned and no. sticking with it. We kind of have a, a backdoor exit
2: or something. Absolutely, absolutely. So my my. um my glucose, my fasting insulin, my heme A1C is fantastic. And I come from a family who has a lot of problems with their blood sugar and a lot of pre-diabetics, and I'm doing well over here. So it's it's definitely not your destiny.
1: Mm. Now, um, Julian, if I could kind of segue a little bit, you speak about, because this was kind of I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta make some listeners aware of this. You speak about becoming superhuman and slowing down the aging process. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, me being at the time of this recording, having this broken leg, you know, I feel a lot older than I am than I actually am. I'm 37, but I feel 47, 57, just not being accustomed to just sitting around and and waiting for other people. Now, on a on the aspect of um slowing down the aging process or just being more aware of it. Uh like what do you think what like what are some principles that help the aging? So let's just say that. What like what are some that you could throw at us?
2: Yeah, I think, you know I used to always want to talk about food, but it's crazy now. I think one of the first things that I look into now, especially with the world we live in now over the last few months, or I guess year and a half now is the quality of your relationships. That's really come up a lot. It's the quality of relationships. How's your environment right now? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say this is there's this thing called loneliness and there's also sh- stress from that as well. And what we found is that that can cause a lot of inflammation and you might not even notice it because you, you don't physically see it, but it's, it's things that are happening on a cellular level. So I would look at the quality of your relationships. I think that's one of the, Big principles of healthy aging a lot of the oldest population a lot of the oldest age groups in the populations that were studied one of the key principles for them was having quality relationships something so simple it was quality relationships so i'll look looking to that another wow. one is to another one is to have and we talked about this earlier have some sort of mission or purpose for why you get up in the morning and, and like, why do you do everything? And a lot of us can maybe have these existential crises or loneliness of moments where we have no idea why we do what we do, we just do it. So if that's you, then just find time maybe on the weekend to take a pause and really get in tune to thinking about what are some things I would like to have in life and what can I do to start working toward that To And so and then after that is to obviously work on your nutrition, then you can start going to nutrition. And there's not a particular diet or thing or yeah, there's not a particular diet per se that I would recommend because it really just depends on a couple of different factors. But wow. to have some type of sustainable diet that is nourishing, that is good for you and good for your lifestyle, that's a that's a good thing to have. And I would also get some blood work and the reason why even if you're relatively healthy now is you can have a baseline of what your health was like at whatever age that you started now and you'll always have something to compare it to just to make sure how you're progressing over the years Wow, i i did not expect
1: the first two as far as relationship Mm -hmm. and and just living with purpose uh Cause I hear nutrition a lot. Just be mindful of what you eat. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, a few people do mention blood work as well, but, but yeah, that's one I, I totally did not expect. So thank you for that, brother. Thank you for um dropping that, <laughs> shedding that light on us. Mm-hmm. But, um, and you also, like you mentioned that nutrition is different for everybody. I've seen, mm-hmm. uh, vegans, raw vegans, vegetarians, Carnivore, carnivores,
2: omnivores, pescetarians. Yeah. It's, so, so it's, much. Yeah.
1: Right, right. It's so many different, um, just like labels. What's, what do you think is like one common denominator that anybody could benefit from, whether you're a vegan? Like, can you just like make it really simple for the listeners out there?
2: Yeah. Um, you know, for, for me, what I'm seeing is it's really Omega-3s is a, is a big one. It's such an easy win. So Omega-3s is... It, I'm sure you heard of omega-3 supplements, like the yep. capsules and everything. But um, if you like things like salmon or mackerel or sardines or anchovies, I know it's a little It's a little different tasting. It, it's a, it takes a, good, a little getting used to, but I, I eat those a lot now. Never thought I would.
1: Surprisingly, and, sardines are pretty good to me. I straight out the can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those are pretty good. But um, we're listening. Keep going.
2: Yeah. And so- having some type of omega-3 is great because um, not to get too far into this, but we have this omega-6 to omega-3 ratio and a lot of the foods and oils that we use, especially in restaurants, is going to be high in this omega-6. So it's going to throw off the balance that you want. And this is good. This balance is important because we want to manage inflammation and keep inflammation at bay and preferably at a very low ratio between the omega-6 and omega-3 here. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And another thing, is the type of oils. I would swap out the oils that you use. Be very mindful. Now, I have family who uh, still uses Crisco, canola oil, those kind of things. I would get rid of those. and Yeah, I would get rid of those. And I would use olive oil and use it liberally. Don't cook in the olive oil. Don't cook in the olive oil. But definitely use it for... You know, after you cook, after you prepared your meal and put on your salad or put on your your stir fry, use the olive oil. Olive oil is fantastic. Now, if you need an oil to cook with, things like avocado oil or what's it, almond oil or how's coconut down, oil? Is coconut oil,
1: good?
2: coconut oil is fine. Yeah, coconut oil is yeah. fine. It it just depends on the ratio of of um what else is inside your diet mainly. So that's why I typically re- I typically recommend personally more monounsaturated fats compared to saturated fats.
1: Mm-hmm. That's
2: that's more of a personal philosophy and things that I've just seen in, in some of my mentors as well. So the things to cook with is, is macadamia nut oil, avocado oil, algae oil is pretty good, and things to use afterwards is like an like a olive oil. And so I think those are very easy wins is to be mindful of the oils that you're using and also work on your omega3 intake. And then I'm a big proponent of fruits and vegetables. I know some people like the carnivore diet that's and wow. I guess it, I guess it's working. Um, I, I, I don't I like to see long term, but I can't deny that some people I've seen are dramatically better, so I'm not going to dismiss anyone's results ever, long as labs and everything looks good then you know, do your thing. But for the most part, for most people, what I've seen, fruits and vegetables, at least 7 to 10 servings a day, and then more so on the vegetable side in terms of the servings, have much more vegetables than fruits. I think that's an easy one as well. You're getting fiber, and you're also not getting as quick as um, glucose responses from the sugar as opposed to like a banana compared to things like broccoli. And Mm -hmm. I think some other good wins, and this is probably not nutrition related, this is more lifestyle related, is to get yourself on a schedule if you can. So go to sleep, wake up at the same time, relatively close. doesn't have to be perfect every night. I'm by no means perfect myself, but I think that's good for your circadian rhythm. And then give yourself a few hours between your last meal and going to sleep. And that's because if you eat too close to bedtime, which I do this sometimes, it just happens. So I'm definitely not perfect. Right. So I don't want anyone to think I'm perfect. It's just that when you eat close to bedtime, you're trying to go to sleep, you're you're competing energy. You're competing with digestion while trying to sleep. And so you're taking precious time away from your body trying to heal itself to work on digestion, so this is and that can affect your sleep quality because mm. I've, tra- I've I've tracked it on my uh, monitor, so that's why I know these. That's why I know this. So for wow. me, it's a, for me, it's at least two and a half to three hours in a perfect world to have my last meal between that and dinner, but um, it doesn't work out sometimes.
1: Wow, I I did not know that, man. That's something that that's something because me, I mean being laid up here I, I tend to just eat whenever i feel like it yeah okay yeah definitely um julian what i love is that what you're doing is is tying like the whole fitness into into uh entrepreneurship healthy living just optimizing your life and everything with the art of uh, the art of fitness and life um how how what makes you guys different because a lot of people just they okay with man forget that i'm going online i'm just going to look up my, do my thing. Um, I'm, a, I'm kind of aware of it, but can you just shed some more light on, on what is, what do you guys, what service you guys provide and how can they, uh, find out a little more about it?
2: Yeah. So first of all, to find out about it, you can just, um, you can connect with me on LinkedIn or you can, um, email me at Julian at the art of fitness life.com. There's a button on the website as well. When you go to the website, but mm-hmm. I would, the difference is I would, it's health 1.0 versus 2.0. And what I mean by that is if we think about something like aging, right? We think the old model is aging is just a normal condition. And it's just a part of life. Whereas the future, the 2.0 is aging is a condition that needs treatment. Cause I think aging Aging is humanity's biggest threat. It's not diabetes. It's not cardiovascular. It's not any of that. It's aging in general because aging causes all of those things. And if you're busy, time is your most valuable currency, especially as an entrepreneur, busy professional. So you don't have time to guess, is this diet going to work for me? Is this workout regimen for me? Is this, is this plan that I'm going to do going to work? You need precision. And what that does is it cuts off time. Because it takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. So that's it in a nutshell.
1: Okay, okay. Yeah, like I I look myself and I love how there's no kind of like carbon copy answer. Each individual is approached differently. There's, um, you know, like we mentioned earlier, the genetic, genetic analysis, the assessment, um, a lot of testing can can you give them a little overview of what they expect when working with you
2: yeah so we like i said when we first sit down and before i even work with anyone i have what i call like a chemistry meeting and we'll talk for one to two hours and we're just mm. going to learn we're just going to learn about each other and i want to know where you are where you want to go and if we have the chemistry if we if I am actually someone who can help you. And then if I'm not, for whatever reason, then I think about is there somebody in my network who would be a better fit for you? Wow. Well? So that's so that's the thing as well. Because I'm not for everyone. I, I I'm well aware I'm I'm not for everyone. I'm I'm quietly intense about things. So this is why it's good to have this meeting. And then like I said, if if there needs something a little more specific or whatever or whatever comes up then like i said i think of somebody else in my network who i know who could be good for them and i i try to refer them over and providing we do work together the first thing we do is i send them a lot of different tests to do so i'll send a genetic kit to their wherever they live and i'll send this other device to them that they'll wear for a few days to get some data on them and then i get all this back after a few weeks and we sit down again for a few hours And we go over this whole plan here. And for some people, that's all they want and they're good to go off with it. And then some people, they want to do the coaching. And then that's where we'll start to set up different milestones and everything. And we'll just continually stay in touch. And we have one to two calls scheduled a month, but Mm -hmm. I, I I typically run like a concierge model. So if you work with me, you pretty much, you got me on call. So you can call me whenever something comes Mm -hmm. up. Mm
1: -hmm wow I, w- I was blown away by the first response a chemistry meeting wow i've never heard that i mean i don't know if others have done it but that right there is very different i like that i really like that so um
2: yeah yeah I del- can- yeah, yeah, yeah i del- <laughs> I yeah i deliberately don't like allow people to immediately purchase anything and that's why like there's no purchase anything button on on the site like i don't uh-huh. yeah i don't allow it and these tests are not direct to consumer any, or anything. So it's it's deliberate for a reason. But um so
1: yeah, I think I think even that separates you from a lot of other because others you won't even speak to the um the creator or the or the business owner. You'll speak to maybe their representative, maybe their virtual assistant, and they'll just send you a link, hey, buy this, buy this, buy this, buy this. And wow, that approach, it doesn't even say that on your website.
2: <laughs> Thank no, you for we're
1: sharing that with our listeners. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, we're, um, I, I, a lot of inspiration came from like really nice hotels that I was fortunate to walk by sometimes or stay at. And I wanted to create more of a, a luxury service and to really serve people who really value service. And I, cause that's, I, I, I was blown away by some of the service I received in the past and I thought this, this would be great to build. And it's taking a longer, it's taken longer because it's something that's not as mainstream, but it's something that's much more rewarding. And like I said, to circle, to circle back around, um, you know, as we keep going throughout the years, all the people mm-hmm. who were saying, yeah, you shouldn't have left school. They'll be saying, Oh, I believe in you. So for listeners out there, if you have something that you're working on, some venture that you're getting started right now and you don't have as much backing as you want, don't worry about it. Um, I don't think people owe me their beliefs because I haven't showed anything, but I just don't want them to um, get on the bandwagon as well when it does happen. So just kind of take that approach.
1: Yeah. I love that, man. That's, that reminds me of just building that solid foundation and having that, I don't, I don't know if the call button was pressed, but it's having that quarter as yeah. opposed to those twenty-five pennies, man. Absolutely,
2: um, absolutely. Wow. Qua- quality over quantity. Quality over quantity. That, that is my whole model. Quality over quantity.
1: Mm. So, um, please let us know where to find you. Let the listeners know.
2: Absolutely. So, my home base is the dot and, and I have a podcast. It's called Optimal Health for Busy Entrepreneurs. It is about the marriage between health and business. And I, there is so many different, I've interviewed governors, I've interviewed different musicians and all things, and we all tie it into health and your professional life. So it's it's definitely a different experience than most podcasts. And, but if you like social, you can find me and connect with me on LinkedIn at, it's just my name, Julian Hayes II. And you can also connect with me on Twitter at the Julian Hayes. And let me know. Uh, if you connect with me, let me know that, hey, you listen to this episode and everything. I love to connect with people and just talk.
1: Yes, man. That's that's awesome. And listeners, I will leave those links in the show notes just to make it real simple and easy for you all. Um, Julian, thank you so much for blessing us with your time. I must ask you one last question before we go. Okay. Is there anything that I forgot to mention that you think, hey, this is super important. He didn't even ask about this when it comes to optimization. So becoming that superhuman, is there anything that that we forgot to speak about that really needs to be heard?
2: No, no, not really. But I I, I will, you know, I I think when it comes to superhuman and the life of a superhuman, you know, superhuman, is not just something physically, but it's about being a superhuman husband, a superhuman wife, a superhuman owner. And I think the core philosophy of that is to do things for the intention and not the attention.
1: Yes, indeed, indeed Once again, Julian Thank you for coming On the From Hood the Good podcast Thank you for such a great interview I'm sure all the successful Entrepreneurs, high level uh, uh, Executives And just pretty much everyone in our audience Can appreciate What's been shared They have a much clearer understanding Of getting started and just living um, A more healthy life And just enhancing their well-being all around and what I love is you you've laid it out so clearly. So yes, sincerely, but I would just want to thank you for your expertise. Uh graciously, man. You were awesome.
2: Thank you so much, man. I truly appreciate it, man. Thank you for inviting me. Alright, so again, listeners. What's going on? What's going on? What's
0: going on? There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. My man Julian Hayes II. Thank you so much for being with us this week. If you got some feedback you'd like to share, don't be shy. Hit us up on that IG, at From Hood To Good. If you enjoyed this episode on reversing the aging process, upgrading your entire human system, please share it with your friends. One of my favorite parts was discussing why that whole one-size-fits-all approach don't really work for everybody. You need that unique touch, which... um. I think Julian Hayes Definitely provides So Once again Thanks for tuning in Y'all have a blessed week Continue to love On your loved ones From hood to good